All right, welcome back, Better Every Day podcast listeners. I'm your host, Brad Weems. We're here live from Market Street Media. Um, since I've been on last time, we've got Mitch McCary taking care of us down here. So, big shout out to Mitch, who's now taking over the podcasting and uh, getting us set up this morning. Today, I've got my business partner, Chris Raznick, here and Coach Tim Zupanzik. How's it going, guys? Doing good. Wonderful, buddy. Wonderful. Good. Uh, I was looking back. It's been a few months since I've been in the studio. The last episode I did was actually with uh, Tim's dad, and that was a Thursday, two days before you had your Olympic lifting meet over at ETSU, Tim. Tell us about that and how it went. Um, it went pretty good. Um, it was a uh, – we uh, advertised it as a university national qualifier because they kind of changed the uh, – the rules to where you have to compete at a certain meet to qualify for the university national championships, which I'm going to travel to next week at the Arnold Classic. But anyways, uh, it was nice. It was kind of a nice fundraiser for us as well. Like uh, we didn't just have university athletes. We had my dad, of course. Chris competed. Um, it was fun. It was a good time. We had a pretty good turnout, and um, everybody made some pretty big lifts. Well, let's let's back up just a second because I want to brag on you, Tim. I mean, you're the one that basically organized this thing, right? Yeah, I did uh, most of it, a lot of yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, from the I. Well, I'm sure the teammates helped. Yeah, I mean, uh, like there's me. Uh, I got a vice president. I'm the president of the club. I got a vice president and a treasurer. But uh, between us, um, we. Did everything from registration to T-shirts to feeding all of the uh, the volunteers to clean up afterwards to kind of um, pretty much I mean yeah everything yeah and uh, I also want to point out that if anybody local here is listening you got another one yeah April we're gonna 23rd, host another right? one uh, right in the mini dome okay. uh, April twenty third uh, it's gonna be the Handle Barbell Invitational and this one is open to everybody and anybody um, there's no minimum qualification qualifications to compete um, as long as you're a USAW member uh, you're welcome to join us. Cool. So you said that was a fundraiser. What was that for? What did those? Uh... Uh, just for us as a team. I mean, like, so like we're not uh, an NCAA sport. So um, most of our money comes from uh, which is the Center of Excellence, uh, which is what we do in the mini dome there under uh, director Dr. Michael Stone and uh, his wife, Coach Meg Stone. Um, pretty much that fundraiser goes towards anything extra we need with travel, hotels, things like that us throughout the season. Cool. That day, uh, my kids and wife were up at Boo at the Zoo in Knoxville, so I got to come hang out. It's real cool uh, being backstage with Chris, uh, coaching him, or trying to at least. Uh, A little tricky in the sport of Olympic weightlifting and the fact that uh, people are always changing their lifts and kind of gaming it. So uh, that was uh, a little bit of a learning curve for me. But, uh, I mean, how did it go for you, Chris? Uh, If you had to wrap up your experience and – your, your performance for the day, what would you say? Uh, it was good. You know, I haven't competed since 2014, maybe. So it was uh, it was excellent for myself. I mean, uh, uh, I was happy. I believe I finished second overall in my weight class, which I had a good weight cut uh, to get down to what the des- desired weight I wanted to be. I didn't – there's no reason for me to do a weight cut besides just an extra challenge. And when you're over 40 and – you don't care about the weight you lift anymore. You got to challenge yourself some yourself some way else 
to to still have that fire and it and it was you know it was great you know you back there helping me and i want you to let you know that the usaw level two weightlifting coaching certification is all about preparing your athlete to go on stage so okay you, i might need to get you to get that next okay time. <laughs> i like that i like to say weightlifting like when people ask about the sport I like to say it's kind of like baseball. Like if you don't really know what's going on and you're watching the game, you think it's slow and things like that. But if you know what's going on behind the scenes, if you can watch the board, watch the numbers mm -hmm. go up and down. You're, it's really entertaining, actually. But, uh, very much but so. Just like baseball, if you don't know what's going on in baseball, it's kind of just standing there for pitch after pitch yep. waiting for a hit. Chris, one thing you mentioned, your weight cut. You worked with Tyler Benton on this, and I want, to just, uh, I want you to give the basis of the weight cut. Uh, I know you've already mentioned before that you want to one day bring him on here and talk about this process that you went through, but yeah, just to like yeah, highlight it real quick. Well, uh, in a long story short, I was uh, 250 something and I was like, I want to get down to 230. 231. Yeah, two, 233 or it was a one under, it was 109 category. Yeah, right? I think that's yeah. 231. 231. So I wanted to get under that. And uh, so, I mean, I worked for. I guess eight weeks, real hard on my diet, and uh, it, it was it was pretty easy up to the point of the last week. And Tyler's like, "Okay, we're still a few pounds away, so we I want you to drink 384 ounces of water a day." And I was like, "What?" When you said it, I didn't think it was real. <laughs> I mean, and, and I said, "Dude, I how? I mean, every all day you don't the water cup don't leave your hand." But, uh, you know, so in reality, that's uh, 24 pounds of water. Mm -hmm. I mean, for anybody that wants to grasp this concept, that's 24 pounds of water I'm drinking in one 24-hour period. And, you know, I got to sleep eight hours, so we're talking now 16 hours. Uh, so do the math. I mean, it wasn't easy. You were you were literally stopping by the gas station on your way in with a whole case of water, and by noon you already had twelve, thirteen of them. Knocked oh yeah, up. I had I had to to get that in. But you know, the first day of drinking twenty four pounds of water, I lost like six pounds, and I was like, "Holy mackerel! I don't know if I could do this again." I mean, it it was a job. That, that's crazy. You it, put twenty four pounds in your body in a day and lose six. Yeah. Yeah, so nuts. It, it was, it was, and it, you know, of course, it slowed down during the week a little bit because there's only so much inflammation you got in your body that this water is actually going to flush out, and, you know. But uh, as far as uh, doing it, it was a hard job. It was fun. I mean, I I really enjoyed it because I wanted to be this this in this weight class, and then you wake up Saturday morning, you're like, all right, I made it. But then you still can't have anything until you go way in. And then your boy here didn't help you out. What time no. are you lifting? Yeah, and I had to lift <laughs> like, at like one o'clock. Yeah, I think I was <laughs> and at I'm like, like oh. eleven or something. Yeah, I woke up at six thirty that morning and, and just late. Where I woke up at four and I was just laying there. And I was like, God, I can't do nothing. Yeah. So be, you know, and then <laughs> to get there, I go way in. I'm way under. I'm like four kilos below what I needed to be, which is, you know, eight and a half yeah. pounds. And I'm like, I could have had something for breakfast. Yeah. Uh, but that's the you, difference of fighting yeah. and weightlifting. I mean, weightlifting, you get to weigh in two hours before you lift. Mm -hmm. Fighting and things like that, hours. you get 24 yeah. hours. And that's, that's why you, I mean, that's impressive cutting that much weight and still being able to perform like you did. That's impressive. But, but that, it's just such a different experience for him versus you because you walk around at your – 
yeah. the weight you compete at. Yeah, usually. Um, but that, I mean, that's just because I mean, there's the difference. I mean, this is this was uh, like almost like a hobby for him. Like you mm-hmm. said, he hasn't competed. This is my basically my job. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, and that's you know that's why I want to. That's why I kind of wanted to do it just to challenge myself to say, hey, I, I, it still excites me. I love watching it. I love doing it. You know, and and it's kind of I just wanted to put a feather in my hat and I I don't care to talk about it too much really but it was just something that I wanted to accomplish and I'm going to do it again come April 23rd and I'm going to make the weight cut maybe even more drastic this time just to see if I can still perform at a lighter lighter weight cool it was a great event good day uh i want to talk about a couple more things that's been going on at the gym since uh we have been on the podcast last so we had a halloween party uh at the end of october it's good to kind of hang out with the kids uh the family members since you know we don't get to see them very often so that was a good little event i had uh, the craziest looks that i've ever gotten in the gym because my daughter wanted me to dress up as unicorn (laughs) so me and Emily and Bella all dressed up as unicorns in white spandex, lace, and I had a – I don't even know. You what had a jumper. romper. Yeah, jumper. A romper. romper. You looked like yeah. uh, the Joker in Batman as a yeah. nurse. Yeah. yeah. Him walking out of the the hospital. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> um, and then in November, we had our turkey bowl, which was awesome. We had uh, a lot of sponsors come through, and we raised over $4,000 for Coalition for Kids. Yeah. And then I – I don't know if they got to buy a bus with that, but that that was our intent because we went to the uh, Coalition for Kids and talked to Randy, and uh, he was like, you know, what I really need right now is a bus. You know, and I believe that that very day, I believe uh, Foo City come in with a big donation to finish their playground too. I mean, it's just that that bunch over there does a lot, a lot for the kids in this region and if anybody hasn't checked them out or donated to them, go over there and talk to Randy for five, 10 minutes. I guarantee you, you want to do something for him. Yeah. Without a yeah. doubt. What they're doing is real special. Yep. Um, no, other news and notes. Tim has got a fit kids program starting here in a couple weeks. Uh, that will be starting on March 7th. He's going to be doing a Monday and Friday at four. Tim, you grew up in a gym. Talk a little more, uh, about what parents can expect uh, when their kids come and work out with you? Yeah, so um, I like I, I I would consider that um, I am doing decent right now at the age of 21, um, as in not career-wise, but my physical health. And uh, I'd like to just give back the things I learned and the things that I've been taught um, by my dad and also a great m- mentor of mine, uh, Matt Henry, out of uh, Gym Tech Academy in Knoxville, uh, a gymnastics gym. And he also teaches um, like kind of the Ninja Warrior stuff there. So um, I grew up under Matt Henry um, doing gymnastics, starting out there and learning just the basics of how to move my body and um, – just having building good body awareness which was able to protect me um in simple things like if i was riding my bike as a kid and i crashed i knew how to fall Mm -hmm. um things like that um and then from the other side from more of the gym standpoint growing up in the gym my dad um while learning how to body weight squat at a very young age correctly and then um being able to keep that same mobility throughout 
I ne never losing my mobility as I get older. Um, I've always, um, like you see pictures and videos of babies all the time standing in a perfect body weight squat with their um, butt all the way to the floor, their heels are on the ground. And being able to maintain that throughout your 20s, 30s, and so on um, makes it a lot easier than having to restart. And mm -hmm. Especially you see people in maybe their 30s and they squat down, their heels come off the ground or things or so. Right. Um, it's much easier to keep that than to relearn that and to, yeah, to re-stretch that. Well, so, you know, us as Americans too, I mean, everything we do is raising the seat to our butts now. Exactly. I mean, we don't go, we don't squat mm -hmm. anymore. We, everybody's got high toilets, everybody's got SUVs, cars you step in to yeah you don't have to you don't have to knee bend to do much anymore life is too easy for us and, and then it's, not only that like um so we want to work with what do we say eight to 12, 12 kids yeah eight to 12 uh, age wise oh yes yes eight to 12 age yeah so at that age um that's when um you're starting to mature a little bit um you can i would say you can follow instructions fairly simple you can hold a pretty good class um, within 30 minutes with those kids and then things that they can learn here is whenever they start to get to that uh, late middle school high school level and they're especially playing sports and stuff and they get put in that weight room and there's not much instruction it's hey you got 30 <laughs> minutes to do x amount of work um, this is going to keep them safe if we can they've got can, a baseline of kinesthetic awareness yes yes this stuff's going to keep them safe because they can do it correctly and that's where i really excelled um and i thank my pops and matt henry and things like that because um be able to do the full range of motion for things such as squats and correct power cleans it kept me from getting injured it also made me stronger stronger than everybody else because i was doing the full range of motion and that stuff would translate to the field every time when I was growing up playing baseball and tennis, you would always just work on your sport, and we never would work on resistance training or proper movement patterns. And I feel like that's the one thing I really missed out on. I'm sure you got that uh, with football. You were in the weight room. Tennis and baseball, for me, though, in high school, that, that wasn't necessarily the case. Yeah, well, I mean, when I started weightlifting, I mean, like Tim said, when you get to high school, there is no direction. And, you know, when I was – I don't know. I, I guess when I was in the sixth grade, they recruited me for football. We was from a football town, and that's just what you'd done. So at 12 years old, I was in the weight room with no leadership, no guidance, no nothing. It was just straight, here's what – here's it's on the board. Go do it. Write your numbers down and leave it in the – We you know, everybody had a little notebook there and leave it in the notebook. <laughs> but, you know, the, I mean, of course, the weightlifting instructor was some – meathead at uh local gym meathead yeah he was a meathead and he he done in school suspension for the the high school so i mean you know and he was probably he was ours was jacked of course yeah. but that don't, doesn't mean anything no yeah, it man it, anything. it doesn't mean that he can coach now I, I hate talking bad but his name was snake palmer and i don't want to talk bad about the man i don't know where he's at now but he's the reason i got into fitness too because it was better ways to move, you know, and uh, <laughs> as I'm harping on him. But that is – that's what kids are missing. And I think more high schools are doing a better job now from finding somebody that can actually connect with the kids, coach the kids, and get them to move correctly. Uh, I know my high school is, and uh, and that's, that's the reason they're still good. Yeah. I mean, that's the reason that nobody's injured. Mm -hmm. I mean, all those things are uh, very important and – to get that at a younger age, which is why we're going to start this fit kid, uh, 
class it, it's just going to transfer throughout their lives and they're going they're never going to lose that yeah yeah we're not we're not trying to to train them now we're just developing this lifestyle throughout at this time we're not we're not like okay we're gonna bust it now we're eight ten years old we're gonna get really strong now no we're just gonna the fundamentals the basics to where they can carry that throughout the rest of their careers so these kids aren't going to be coming in and doing Fran in four weeks. No, no, no. no. The, the most simple stuff. We'll play games. We'll do whatever. We'll make it fun. Fun to where, man, I can't wait to go back to class this week. Yeah. And uh, I think we're doing a good job of that with the younger uh, individuals we have at the gym. You hear that a lot. Like, they're excited to get back. Like, yeah. Henry this weekend, mm -hmm. he's not going to be able to work with you, but he is just, like, devastated uh, yeah. that um, we've got things going on. But um, – Anyway, moving on today, the CrossFit Open starts. Yeah, big day in CrossFit today, baby. What, 3 o'clock? 3 o'clock, the announcement. Uh, no yeah. Dave Castro. It's first year that he is not programming. Yeah, well, uh, I have uh, firsthand knowledge that the guy that replaced Dave is uh, super smart, super professional, so I'm excited to see him. Do you lead, think lead. it's going to feel as gimmicky? No, a hundred percent. I think that's a. I think that era is over, and we got to. I think CrossFit's wanting to hold a certain level of excellence in their biggest money maker of the year. I mean, this is this is what they do, and uh, I think it, I, I, I'm think I'm going to enjoy it more. Not nothing against Dave. It was just like, God, will you just announce the workout, dude? I mean, mm -hmm. everybody's been waiting twelve months for this. You know, our GPP class is like. Man, why does he do that? And I'm like, well, it adds drama. But you want to watch drama, stay at home, watch Days of Our Lives. <laughs> There's I mean, plenty of drama on, yeah. taking place in the world. Well, open Facebook up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll be having that uh, workout tomorrow programmed. And so uh, whether you are signed up or not, we will. Yeah, we're going to be taking our best shot at 22.1 tomorrow. So. Man. 22.1 that's that's crazy we were doing like 12.1 at lifestyles 10 years ago yep um nuts all right i want to give our listeners some value today so right. i wanted to bring to the table the topic of how to get more out of your workout and i just want to simply go around the table here each one of us throw out a way that a person can get more out of their workout and then us just elaborate on a little bit so maybe I don't know. I've got a list of things here, but let's say we just go around and maybe four or five or just however much time we got. Just tell people, whether they're at the local Planet Fitness or with us at Thunder Valley, how to get more out of their workout. Uh, well, I mean, first and foremost, go in with intent. You know, show up with intent in your mind. I mean, what are you going to the gym for? So developing goals is important. Uh yeah, but not just – I don't mean, like, goals as in, you know, short-term, long-term or smart goals. I don't mean anything like that. I'm saying what is the intent? Why are you going to the gym today? Because you want to be healthier, because you want to look better naked, and you you want a certain change, you know, that so you can see whatever that is, you know. And uh, I think we're all pretty vain if we're at Thunder Valley. I mean, you're showing up to look better. I mean, we only have a few athletes like Tim and Ben and Josh and, you know, a couple other ones that are super good at the sport of CrossFit that that could do something with that. But 
for the general population, I mean, we all want to look better naked. So, I mean, effort, intent, you know, those are the things I would say, Tim. What about you? Yeah, um, I'd say kind of the same thing. And then um, pretty much, like, I would say find some kind of, no matter where you're at, find some kind of coach, all right? Um, mm-hmm. And maybe don't find a coach, but do some research uh, if you don't have a coach. I mean, we've all been – hopefully been all at least through high school and we've learned how to do research learn how to find credible websites and things like that rather than just wikipedia but to figure out what you're interested in what you, like you said what your why is why you're going and look f- read through things that are going to help get you closer to that rather than just going in the gym and going through the motions like you said have some intent and back what you're doing with something all right um like at thunder valley you guys spend a lot of time on the weekends program for the whole week that's that means that we take a lot of time to program that, so let's follow that program, you know what I mean? Um, rather than come in and say it's this. I get maybe you're injured or things like that. You need to, uh, mm-hmm. to to change some things up. But this program is written for a reason, and um, you got to trust it and follow it if you want the outcome. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. So the first thing I had on the list was hire a professional. Yeah. And uh, that can look at like a, a lot of different things. It can be – coaches like us at thunder valley that can be a personal trainer it can be you know one thing that's evolved since we've been in business i was going to say individual design you got the internet you can do anything now online programming like ben does for his athletes uh and and the reason that having a professional is so beneficial is because you're going to be held accountable to someone uh you know you have a set appointment if you're meeting with that person in person um and heck, typically they either look good, perform well, or you know they have a knowledge base that's going to help you succeed more so than just going to the gym by yourself. Well, I mean, for somebody, I'll, I'll just take myself. It's the easiest example I can think of right now. You take somebody like myself. If I get if I get into a class, I'm sucked in, you know, and that's why I'm like sitting here wondering still if I'm going to sign up for the open or not because I'm like, if I sign up, I'm going to I'm going to go. Yeah. But at that same turn, if, like, my coach, he's like, well, you know, I know how you are. So if you sign up, just be smart. And if you don't, then you don't have to worry about it. So, you know, having having somebody that is looking out for my best interest instead of me just worrying about my ego or going off the field or, you know, because when you're in a group setting, man, it, it's just so easy to get lost into the intensity of the workout and push yourself a little further because I'm the type of person I'm not going to let my partner down. Exactly. I'll let myself down. So yeah. if it's a solo workout and I'm like, all right, 28 burpees was enough, I'm going to slow down here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just uh, yeah. that accountability part in a group class is super awesome for myself. I mean, it, it works out real good. And I'm sure there's a lot of people like me. Yeah, I mean, and that's like, that's what I said, I talked about a little bit last time I was on here. Um, the gym, especially like a like a CrossFit style gym like we got with the Fit Club program and CrossFit, it is the best place because like you said, everybody's there for the same reason. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like you're going to a Planet Fitness or so, but if you're, when you're in this group class setting, most of the time everyone's there for the same reason. Yep. So you can use that at, to your advantage. So like... You could look at you guys have a partner workout today, blah blah. blah. You can all right. We're here for the same reason. 
let's push each other a little bit. Let's yeah. let's challenge this, challenge that. Um, you, we got a row for one minute or X amount of meters. I'm gonna do a little bit faster to try to shorten your rest time, you know. And I'm gonna try to shorten your rest time. Back and forth, back and forth. Just those little bits, seconds yeah. can make a huge difference. That's what <laughs> Brad Brad hung me out last week for class. And he was like, no, man, me and Josh are going to go ahead and do it. You're going to partner with Matt at 10. Mm-hmm. I'm like, awesome. I didn't plan on doing that, you know, because I know Matt is going to put me in an uncomfortable state. Yeah. And I'm going to have to work hard. I know if Brad's my partner, I'm going to be all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, and I'm not harping yeah. on Brad, yeah, yeah. but. No, know, Matt, Matt's six foot three and yeah. he's yeah, a ridiculous he's, yeah. power output. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and nothing, nothing against Brad, but we're. 12, 10, 11 years into the CrossFit, it's like, man, Thursdays are really supposed to be a recovery day. Yeah. So I don't, I just want to break the sweat and go home. Mm-hmm. But if Matt gets stuck with nobody, of course, I'm the sacrificial lamb. And I know, I already told Matt, we're only going to do that once a month <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, I'm tortured after that. So. Yeah. yeah. But he's a young man. So, <laughs> um, so, so another thing that I had down here was uh, keep track of your numbers. And that can be, your reps, your sets, your weight, your volume. Um, you can only see progression if you know what you're doing and you're measuring it. So, mm-hmm. you know, we spend thousands of dollars a year on uh, Wattify. Yeah. And putting your info in that software or it can be a – I mean, does my fitness pal even now have like a workout space? Or, yeah, but there's certain apps yeah. that, that yeah, have, well. you know – Saying that, if anybody's watching and you got a better data logger for your gym that's cheaper than Wattify, comment below and let us know. Yeah, we're in the market. <laughs> but um, no, you, you got to you got to know what you're doing. I mean, even if it's a person going to Planet Fitness that has no clue, write down that you did a 20 minute walk today. Next time, maybe do a 25 minute walk with a slight incline. Um, just measure your fitness. So let's say you need some diversity. You can't do the same thing over and over again. Right. It's not going to work. That's insanity, right? That's mm-hmm. what they say the definition is. Well, I mean, that's, it goes back to like uh, me and Brad are comfortable partners on that Thursday workout. So every once in a while, it's good for me to go with Matt. It's good for him to go with Josh because yeah. those athletes are going to challenge me, me and him different. I mean, after 12 years of working out together, we know where each other stands. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and we know what the energy output's going to be. We know that, you know, Thomas will love this. He, I know that Big Chunk will get about seven, eight reps, and then I'm going to have to clean up the rest. Yeah. yeah I mean, you're, that's, that's being comfortable. You yeah. Know, you you know, you got to get uncomfortable. It is. You got to, and, you know, as bad as I hate to, you got to pick a different partner and just. Yeah, and then that's up. that's where you do, you not only get the physical gains but the mental gains. Is yeah, when absolutely. you get that uncomfortable. And if it doesn't challenge you, it's not going to change you. I've said that yeah. for years, and it's just it's easy to get sucked into that groove of class because you know everybody that comes to your class, and you know who the partners already kind of. There's already alliances mm-hmm. with partnerships in the classes. Yeah. So I mean, maybe maybe the coach needs to say, all right. y'all two y'all y'all eight are going together today here's your Mm -hmm. partners and you know just to get a little diversity yeah because you could i mean hell i can learn something from Mm -hmm. my new partner yeah and and a trick or tip to better my fitness a, a movement you know anything like that it's just uh you grow as an athlete so much by getting out of your comfort zone and that's why group 
group classes are successful. And your partners don't have to be the same fitness level. You can no, benefit no. and have a great workout from someone that's opposite fitness yeah. level yeah. than you. And, and they're they're going to have just as good as workout too. Yeah. I mean, they're going to get challenged in different ways as well. It's never it's never bad. <laughs> Not at all. That's one of the points I had down was uh, switch up or find a training partner. And if you're at a gym like ours, switch up your training partner. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, Tim, what do you got next? Anything? Uh, I just I leave Tuesday for the Arnold. That's the University National Championships. Um, and then, yeah, that's just the big thing coming up. I wish I'd have committed. <laughs> but I don't regret it. Um, Tim, so tell us a little more about next week. Um, well, it's it's the big one. Um, so all the it's the university. So anybody, any weight, any lifters attached to a university, it's it's our national championship. As if we were like, say we are an NCAA sport. This is the the big one. Yeah. Uh, um, it's the one that's most important for us because it's not only is an individual, it's also team. So um, we have X amount of guys, X amount of girls who. Uh, contribute to a team score we have a co-ed there's a co-ed team score male and a female uh three different team scores there so it's a little bit of bragging rights to see who's the strongest team in the country or the strongest college mm-hmm. um, my uh the year before i came uh etsu won the co-ed national champions my freshman year we got second and i believe we got second again last year virtually so uh yeah, you guys have a shot to. Yeah, we're, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one this year. Who are the other top two or so three like, teams? Uh, Lenore Ryan is a new program uh, mm-hmm. under Coach Mash. Uh, that's their pretty strong team, and then um, uh, University of Texas always has uh, a good crew go out there, as well as West Virginia. Yeah, there were a lot of them that came up. In yeah, October. West Virginia usually comes to our our, uh, our home meets because they're they're not too far. Plus our our coaching staffs, like their coaching staff, all mostly graduated from ETSU. Okay. All graduates uh, from the PhD program. So there's a pretty good relationship between us and West Virginia. So we know ETSU is going for that top spot next week. What are, what are your goals personally? Um, I uh, I want to. I would like to open first attempt PRs, uh, all time PRs. Oh man! So um, we're on on track, I'd say, for that. Um, and then I want to go. I don't want to miss. So six for six. Boom! And that's always the goal. But this right now, I've had the best training block from my last competition till now. Like I've never felt any better. What's been the difference? Um, staying injury free. Um, I got that plasma replacement therapy done on my knee last winter. And then I swear, like right about right around Christmas time, it was like I got a whole new leg. I mean, it's finally it'd been like three months since I got it done. It had been working for a little bit, um, and I could tell it was getting better. But I swear, I just woke up sometime around Christmas, and I took we took a little vacation and had like maybe a few days off uh, than usual, and <clears throat> came back and I feel like I've, I've never injured never injured my knee or anything, and. I don't know. It's just something different, and my my coach has kind of bumped my numbers up, my squat numbers, so we've been pushing a little bit harder. Uh, we changed up some technical stuff in our pulls, and it's just been clicking. Hmm. Man, the joys of being twenty one. I know. Yeah. <laughs> You're staying pretty healthy these days, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, get a coach. There you go. 
you know, get a coach. He'll lead you down the path. And uh, I find myself doing more cardio these days than I am weightlifting, but that's about to change next week. So it'll be nice. Good and deal. the Open. The Open. I, I'm really excited about the Open for some reason. I mean, we got a lot of new people at the gym. Yeah. Please. And, uh, you know, they're uh, – they're getting real excited about it, which, you know, makes me get excited about it because everybody remembers their first Open. Uh, Who are you excited to see compete in the next couple of weeks? I mean. Who's your top dog? My top dog. I want to see Matt. Matt. Matt Dykes? Yeah, Matt Dykes. Okay. I'm yeah. excited for Matt You've been Dykes. coaching him up in class. Yeah, He's and, and uh, I don't know if Raton's doing the open. I was going to say Raton's, Raton's my boy. Raton's my man. He, <laughs> he's uh, he's, He's going to give 100%. I know he is. I love it. That's all that matters. I love it. Because yeah. this is one his one year anniversary of CrossFit. Oh too. yeah, yeah. Oh, so, that's, that's nice. You know, I'm excited for your uh, Corey Harper. Yeah, of course, Corey. Yeah, because uh, hope he's feeling healthy. Uh, we're gonna wait till Monday for him, give yeah. him a couple more days of rest. But you know, he he is the typical Kool Aid CrossFitter. <laughs> yeah, you know, he and that's uh, it's not I mean, a bad thing. No, it's not. It's, it's great. I, I it's think great. I think it's absolutely a thing of coming of age. When yeah, you, when you enter the CrossFit, yeah, Kool Aid. Yeah. you know, when you're swimming in that pool, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, I gotta have certain knee wraps. You know, he's buying mm-hmm. new shoes all the time. And, and then what about uh, big taste? I mean, oh, man, I, he's gonna. It's gonna be exceptionally different from. He's from down years seventy past. pounds yeah. since the last. I can't open. wait. I yeah. can't wait to see. That's him like everybody. I mean, it's it's going to be fun to watch. And especially, I think it's been great. Our recent Fridays, the last couple of weeks, we've mm-hmm. been really testing everybody. And that's the one day I coach CrossFit. And that, I'm mostly fit club program. But on Fridays, I mean, I, I like to say whenever we go, it's fast, fun Friday. And mm-hmm. and uh, watching those guys go through, like we did Grace, you did Fran, um, just a little sneak peek of what's to come for those guys. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. They can push it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Without a doubt. I mean, who else has signed up? Who's on our list? Uh, I know Tim Anderson's signed up. Mm-hmm. Tim Anderson, um, yeah. He'll be a fun one to watch. He's really made some gains this year, too. He has, but, I mean, he's a, uh, yeah. been a dad for two weeks now. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, he has sleep Sleep's going weeks. down on that whoop app. <laughs> um, but, no, it's going to be fun. Attendance has been outrageous lately. Yeah. I mean, 22 this morning at 5 a.m., crazy. Yeah. Well, um, I hate to scare him, but that – can't continue for that size of class yeah we'll have to get uh strategic with programming definitely to work those logistics but uh there's some good momentum at the gym and i'm I'm excited about the next three weeks so yeah man it'll be fun cool i'm excited well guys thanks for coming down this morning and uh you guys listening appreciate you tuning in and we'll be back at you soon all right thank you peace out